Hello world. That's right. I'm back. Season one, episode two. I am your host, Dwayne Sutton of the show. I am woke. I do thank you for being a part of this journey. I do thank you for tuning in to the very first episode, the dedication, the introduction into the world. And apparently you heard something you like because you're here with me one more time. And so because you came back, I got to make sure I deliver. This week, we are going to start with a topic uh, that I do believe that won by majority vote on Facebook. Respect. Now, before I dive off into the breakdown that I have for this. Let me start off by saying we are just over a week removed to the initial announcement of the loss of the great Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey was a man of the people. Nipsey is going to be known first and foremost by most people as an artist. But life is not necessarily about what you do. But it's really about those who you touch. Nipsey was 33 years old. Father of two. And had an amazing, phenomenal woman at his side by the name of Lauren London. Nipsey, of course, was an artist. Nipsey was a philanthropist. Nipsey was a rolling 60 crew. He was a man. He was a brother. Nipsey was a man of many hats. But Nipsey was a man that commanded your respect. And it shows in the admiration that people have shown since his loss, since his death. It's amazing how he has affected and touched so many lives. Stay with me on this. Cause I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to dwell on um, the loss here. I'm not I'm not gonna drag you through everything we've been through this last week or so. But Nipsey was a man that uh, he commanded your not demanded he commanded your respect. And it shows in all the the salutes he's received, you know, worldwide. You know, all the the vigils, the candlelight vigils that took place in all the major cities all over the United States. That's amazing. We can only imagine what the world will be like once we leave here and how we would receive the proper acknowledgement from our peers 
from those we came in contact with, from those who heard about us through our work with others. And you can only hope that what we have seen and witnessed that has been delivered to Nipsey and his family, we can only hope that we receive a piece of what he's, he's, he's gotten, the send off, the salute. But all of that comes with respect. Now, the reason I used commanding respect versus demanding respect, I learned at a very, very early age. I dealt with a lot of mentors growing up. Uh, my father was definitely in the picture, but he believed in having a strong village. And there were many men in my life who allowed me or taught me to value respect. And it is something that is to be commanded, not demanded. You cannot get respect if you don't give. In order to get respect, you must give respect. Nipsey commanded your respect because he gave respect. He acknowledged everyone as a human being, everyone for who they were, what they stood for. If you had aspirations on being an artist, Nip took the time out not to view you as a wannabe. I, I've seen footage of this and it, it brought tears to my eyes because I watched a man who didn't have to take the time to acknowledge you and your dreams and your goals. But he did it because he knew everybody needs an opportunity. Everybody needs a listening ear. If all you're asking of me is my time and my attention, I'll give you the respect of that. Because I see that this means a lot to you. See, Nip knew He's going to need that respect when he delivered on his goals and his dreams that went far beyond music. But also with his music as well, because that was the base that that elevated him to a higher status. We have to get to a point where. We can't go around demanding respect. No one is going to give you respect just because you step foot into a room and you demand it. You're going to address me a certain way. You're going to treat me a certain way. You're going, you can't tell people what they are or aren't going to do if you're not willing to do it yourself. Let's go ahead and, 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 we're going to go ahead and, hit and, and, and address a very difficult, sensitive subject when it comes to parenting. I have seen firsthand a lot of the teachers that I am familiar with, have come in contact with, have to struggle with other people's children. Because the children have not been taught how to respect 
the authority figures in their lives. They've not been taught to respect their elders. We get kids that go to school and the first time they're told to do something, the response is, you're not my mama or you're not my daddy. You're not the boss of me. You don't tell me what to do. And because it's now illegal to uh, slap your child, the teachers, um, they try to call and set up meetings in which us working parents really don't like to attend. But when they call, we have to come. So you get down to the school and the teacher explains all of the situations she's had to deal with, had to go through. And no, that can't be my child. You're shocked. You're appalled. In disbelief, no way in the world could your baby speak to someone in such a manner. And then there are those parents. Let's put it like this. There are two types of parents. There's going to be one who takes that information. Doesn't necessarily respond immediately. They appreciate anyone even giving some insight, you know, to what your child is like when they're not around. And they decide to say, hey, let me go and address my child with the information that I've gained. Because it could it be that impossible that this took place or these events took place? Let me find out exactly who my child is because I didn't raise them that way. And then there are those parents that refuse to believe that their child could ever do such a thing and proceed to curse out, disrespect, a teacher in a manner in which make her either want to do one of two things, either quit or drink. Seeing as how we all need our money, I'm pretty sure there are some teachers who probably need AA meetings. But anyway, I digress from that. So, but it, what they don't even realize in that moment is you've just shown the teacher exactly where the student learned those habits from. No one is here to attack you as a parent about how you're raising your child. But it is their job to basically give you a daily progress report of the conduct of your child. When you have teachers who have 18 to 25 students in their class, more or less, it's kind of hard to keep up with every last one of them. The best thing we can do is start by teaching our children how to Respect authority of figures. If you have a problem with being able to do that, you take your child, keep them at home, homeschool them, quit your job, go fill out some paperwork and get some government assistance, and hopefully you'll have enough money to buy groceries, gas, and whatever other bills you have somehow miraculous, miraculously. Um. But if you're going to send your child off to school for someone else to keep your child six, seven, eight hours a day while you go to work, 
while you tend to the business matters in order to keep your household running. It is in your best interest. If you don't want to have to get called out to the office to deal with those meetings, parent-teacher conferences, let's start with respect. We have to teach our children how to respect authority figures. They need to understand mommy and dad is not going to be here, but you are in the care of Miss or Mr. You fill in the blanks. And when they're around, whatever they ask you to do, you do it. You do not give them lip. You do not address them by their first name. You do not talk to them like, hey, man, dude, say lady. First thing a teacher does when she gets a student in the classroom is they write their name biggest day on the board. Miss, fill in the blank. Mr. Fill in the blank. And they do not erase that. that they, they leave that up there. I'm pretty sure the first 15 to 30 days of school, just in case your child doesn't really catch on to names that fast. In order to get respect, you must be willing to give it. You have to be able to address authority figures in a proper manner. You have to have some kind of manners. Moving on from there, uh, in the workplace, everyone has levels within their jobs. There's the workers, then there's the supervisors, then there's the managers, and then there's their bosses. You go into the, 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 the big offices from there. But everyone has a level of responsibility within corporations, within any type, type of job situation. There's a certain way you're supposed to dress. There's a certain way you're supposed to conduct yourself because these people pay you to basically carry their brand. The way they are perceived publicly is based on your behavior, your conduct. So if they have requirements for how you're supposed to conduct yourself, how you're supposed to address, how we're supposed to speak to one another. Those are things you have to follow. I know everyone, not everyone feel as though they're the type to kind of go with the flow. Uh, that's okay. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be an individual on your own time. It's okay. But notice I said on your own time. On their time, they're paying you to do that job in a respectful manner. At all times, we have to learn to address authority figures. We have to learn to address each other. It doesn't matter what sister such and such said down the hallway, spreading rumors about you. On that clock. You got to remain professional. Now, when you see you in the street, have at it. But we have to remember, respect. If you want it, you have to be willing to give it. The way we conduct ourselves, like I said, within uh the, the rearing of our children, the way we conduct ourselves at, on our jobs. Watch this. 
the way we handle ourselves within relationships. Now, respect it within a relationship. Again, if you want it, you have to be willing to give it. I have to acknowledge in a relationship, there are two people. You have two adults. And everyone is entitled to their own right of privacy. Okay? No one signs up for a relationship to obtain a new parent. Someone else to step in and start telling them what to do, where they can and can't go. Let me see your phone. Phone check. Give me the passcode. Uh, I'm grown. I pay for my phone. I pay for the gas in my vehicle. I pay for the bills in my house. And I do this just like you. So at no point in time should you feel to the need to degrade me and vice versa. Unless I give you a reason to not trust me. And even then, if I give you a reason to not trust me, that doesn't mean to treat me like one of your children. That means we just don't need to be together. At some point in time, you have to remember that is an adult just like you are. Fellas, hey, look, you can't wear this. You can't go here. You can't dress like that. You can't hang with her no more. You can't. Wait a minute. She got a daddy already. She has a father. What are you doing? You're the boyfriend. Not a father. She might call you daddy. That don't mean you have to act like it. She's an adult just like you. If she wants to wear this, that is her business. If she wants to go here, that is her business. If she wants to hang with this person, that is her business. And if she's doing anything that you consider disrespectful, then you don't need to be with that woman. There's a difference between having standards and just flat out disrespecting um, a person, okay? If I have standards for what I will and won't tolerate within a relationship, I make that known from jump. I'm going to give you the respect as an adult and I'm going to communicate this stuff to you tell you from the jump because I don't need any surprises and I know you don't want any. I'm going to tell you what my expectations are, what my standards are, what my do's and don'ts are. Okay? I'm not telling you what you can and can't do because you're grown. You are grown. You're an adult just like me. You're going to do what you want to do. And I'm going to give you the room to do whatever you want to do. Just remember... In order for us to work, for us to be together, I need that. that. That's what I need. If you can't do that, okay. 
but I'm not going to disrespect you and tell you what you can't do, where you can't go, what you can't work. Ladies, where you been? Where you going? Who you going with? Where y'all going? How long you going to be gone? What time you think you going to be back? Who that calling your phone? Let me see your phone. What's the passcode? He got a mama. I promise he does. He did not sign up to be your man so he could become your son. Because those kind of statements that you just made, that's what you do for a child. You know, one who doesn't have any responsibilities. Those are statements you make to a child that you need to check and keep in order and make sure they are growing to become responsible adults. Once you are dating a responsible adult, these words should never come out your mouth. It's called respect. Addressing someone in such a manner, is I, I do consider to be very res disrespectful. I'm grown just like you are. My name show up on the bills just like yours. My account get emptied every week just like yours to pay these bills. There are simple rules in conducting ourselves respectfully. We have to remember to abide by them. As far as the friendships go, level of respect is should be required as well should be commanded what you're not going to do is address me by a nickname or name that you feel i should have that does not apply to me let's thank booty excuse me wait a minute Say nappy girl. Wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. What are we doing here? Why is that okay? And I want to go into some areas, but I'm really not sure who has kids listening around right now. But you know the uh that B word. Come on man. And just because I'm black, doesn't mean I have to be your N-word either. And my man, address me as such. I got a little nickname. Everybody got a little nickname from their mama, their friends, whatever. That's cool. But if I don't know you as such, do not call me by that. If you don't have that type of uh, connection with me, do not call me by my nickname. If I've known you for 10 minutes... And really, I've, I've, excuse me, I've interacted with you for 10 minutes. There's no way I can get to know you in 10 minutes. But if I've interacted with you for 10 minutes, I can't let you call the nickname you heard my mama call me. And no, I'm not going to tell y'all what that is. <laughs> my mother, my godmother, oh my God. 
Yeah, I do know I'm 36, right? I know. But fail, fail for fail. But I get you. I love you. Anyway. We have to get back to the level of respect where we can command it. The way we treat each other. The way we address each other. The way we acknowledge each other. The way we conduct ourselves amongst each other. Fellas, you want that woman to take you seriously? Show her some respect. Look at her like the goddess that she is intended to be. See her as one of God's greatest creations and not some kind of piece of meat that you might be able to handle within the next 30 minutes. Ladies. Let's look at these fellas. You know, more or less as the man or potential man that the Lord has placed in your life or the king that might be inside of him. Let's look at him as more of that and less of the burden that someone else might have placed on you in the past. Let's not consider him a headache before you even really get to know him. We all have bad habits. That's understandable. But let's not make the mistake of tying other people from my past to someone who is currently in your life. That's disrespectful. I didn't do it. I didn't make the mess. I didn't cause the problem. But also have the respect of if you don't intend on resolving the problem, get out the way. Don't waste time. Please. Let's do things the way they're supposed to be done. Starting with the way we speak to each other. The way we raise our children. Let's not be so sensitive and so defensive about that. Here's the thing, parents. No one gave you a manual on how to raise our children. No one did. There is no instruction manual that came along with these children. Not one. Yet and still, we have to do the best we can. However, there will be missteps. It's almost like your relationship. It's not really a relationship unless you actually have disagreements. Well, you're not really doing your job as parents. If everything is yes and okay, there are going to be some headbutting moments. There will be moments of disobedience. There will be moments of strong discipline. That's okay. That means you're doing your job. But don't get so defensive when your child doesn't act that way when you're not around, you know, when they conduct themselves differently. Thank God someone was there to catch it. And decided to inform you about it. Now I'm not saying the teachers are going to be perfect about it. But again. Do the work first. Interrogate the child. Let's find out what's going on here. It all starts with how we teach our children. And it carries on. Because your children. Oh, they're a sponge. They soak up everything. And they're watching how you talk to their fathers. 
fathers, they're watching how you talk to their mothers. They're watching how in the parent teaching conference, how you're sitting there talking to the actual teacher or the principal. They're watching how you spread your rumors and talk about each other at church. They're watching how you're on the phone talking smack about the neighbors or the friends that seem cool, but when they're not around, they this and that. They're watching. And guess what? Everything that they're watching, they're taking from you and they're acting it out. Yes, the actions of your children are a reflection of the parents. They learned it from somewhere. Now, there are times that they probably picked it up from another child. There's a thing called continued behavior. They might reach out and they'll try something that they saw. If it didn't work, resulted wrong, they got punished, they won't do it again. But if it's something that they see consistently at home or from other friends, guess what they're going to do? They're going to act out. Let's stop being so defensive about everything. Let's start respecting one another, approaching one another properly, speaking admirably to, to one another, about one another. Let's be quick to listen and slow to speak. I thank y'all for listening to, to me. <laughs> I guess you could say red. <laughs> but I just want to make sure that we cover respect. Thank you for joining me. S episode 2, Season 1 of I Am Woe. I'm your host, Dwayne Sutton. Until next week.